love, light, and truth. I am open to collaboration with my spirit guides. In infinite love, light, and truth, with gratitude, I am open to collaboration with my highest self, ascended masters, and any guides that may be present. breath, you breathe in bright white light, life-giving, divine, crisp, clean, cool, clear. Every in-breath in, and then release. And when you release, it's black, it's sooty, it's toxic, it's fearful, it's breath that no longer serves you. To bring in the good and to clear out the bad. spirituality that we are born into and with without it being a cognitive download from a history but rather the intuitive nature of the flesh is to pray but what to does it matter but rather to speak to the web of life that we are infinitely and intimately connected to yeah and so the more I come into my own body and the intimacy of my body the more Inside of me, I hear the whispers of the infinite. With infinite love, light, and truth, I am open to collaboration with my spirit guides. Mm. In infinite love, light, and truth, with gratitude, I am open to collaboration with my highest self, with ascended masters, and any guides that may be present. Listen to the sound. 
So look at your own thoughts as just noises. And soon you will find that the so-called outside world and the so-called inside world come together. They are a happening. And everything is simply a happening. And all you're doing is watching it. It's so easy to forget who you are Just take a shovel and go bury your heart Again, what's beautiful is one of the core psychological truths about our experience is that we all feel like we have this whisper. created for you by this daemon to push you back onto the path and it will never give up it will continue to bring suffering into your life until you get back on the path because it loves you and the way that the quote ends is um, what else could it do
with infinite love, light, and truth, I am open to collaboration with my spirit guides. In infinite love, light, and truth, with gratitude, I am open to collaboration with my highest self, ascended masters, and any guides that may be present. students to be brave. Without bravery, he instructed, they would never be able to realize the vaulting scope of their own capacities. Without bravery, they would never know the world as richly as it longs to be known. Without bravery, their lives would remain small, far smaller than they probably wanted their lives to be. what you need to know and this is one of the questions that, that anybody listening can actually ask is like what do I need to know that I don't know mm. what can you show me that I can make use of don't just give me the light show what can you show me that I can make use of of love and light and truth and gratitude and saying like what can you show me what what, what do I need to know infinite love, light, and truth, I am open to collaboration with my spirit guides.
infinite love, light, and truth, with gratitude, I am open to collaboration with my highest self, ascended masters, and any guides that may be present. With every in-breath, you breathe in bright white light, life-giving, divine, crisp, clean, cool, clear. Take a breath in. And then release. Bring in the good and to clear out the bad. And when you release, it's black, it's sooty, it's toxic, it's fearful, it's breath that no longer serves you. is to be open to the fact that your imagination is part of this. It's sort of like a ramp up to accessing that wisdom, that information, those downloads, that connection with those guides. Uh, it starts as your own sort of imaginal realm that can think of really cool shit and then eventually grows into a process of you asking yes or no questions and then just like listening for the answer. With infinite love, light, and truth, I am open to collaboration with my spirit guides. Mm. In infinite love, light, and truth, with gratitude, I am open to collaboration with my highest self, with ascended masters, and any guides that may be present.
how the body is already the cosmos awake. Wow. And how there is a spirituality that we are born into and with without it being a cognitive download from a history, but rather the intuitive nature of the flesh is to pray, but what to? Does it matter? But rather to speak to the web of life that we are infinitely and intimately connected to. Yeah. And so the more I come into my own body and the intimacy of my body, the more inside of me I hear the whispers of the mm. infinite. projecting our soul onto the loved one and then trying to be the person we think the loved one wants us to be. All of us have a will to spirituality and religion served as a container for us to project the spiritual part of us onto this container to interact with it. Once rationalism came and it kind of killed the containers and Nietzsche's famous quote, God is dead and we have killed him, um, it destroyed the container that could hold the projection. That doesn't make the, the archetype in us go away. It just has to find a new place to project. And in Western culture, the new place for us to project the sacred was onto our romantic love. And he, he documents the history that romantic love is a specifically Western idea that arose from the troubadours and chivalry. And that what we do is when we fall in love, like when you first meet someone and you feel that you're in love with them, you have no idea who they are. The reason you feel in love with them is because you're projecting your inner fantasy of the ideal other, your daemon, onto them. And the people that we fall in love with are people who are able to hold that projection at the beginning. That's the invitation is uh, reclaim your daemon into your inner cathedral and put it on the seat. You know, what's interesting is what makes a church a cathedral is there's a throne put in the church that's meant for a bishop. And I see that as a symbol, as the way you transform your inner world to really make it magical is you place your daemon not on somebody else not on culture, not on mom, not on dad, not on your lover, but in the seat inside of you.
And when you release, it's black, it's sooty, it's toxic, it's fearful, it's breath that no longer serves you. release it's black it's sooty it's toxic it's fearful it's breath that no longer serves you and what this does is this acts to like sort of process your energetic field and with every in-breath you breathe in bright white light life-giving divine crisp clean cool clear every in-breath in and then release learning to fall and be held by something larger than your own bed so the person's lying down and i played this brian eno airport music for airports yep and then i coach my students now let your head fall further to the ground how much more can you let the ground hold your busy figuring out head Let your brain fall to the back. Let your eyes in their closed way fall further into their sockets. Give your earth, this sweet earth that is holding you always. Give her your tongue, your jaw. Give her the back of your neck and your throat. For one moment, you can stop doing remember how it is to be so now let your shoulders and all that they carry fall let the arms and all of their reaching be held by something reaching back let your spine and the back of your heart fall let your heart fall let your breakfast and your guts fall to the ground getting closer to the humility of the need to be held again and again. Let your legs fall, let your genitals fall. Let every inch of you soak up the need to be held, to remember yourself once again through the need to be held. Let your breath go Let go of all of the doing, the performing, the efforting to get somewhere and stop trying for one moment, letting go of all that's on your plate. It will be there later for one moment. Let this earth remember you and you remember it is carrying you. 
caring, surrendering itself to you always. Soften your soft animal body. Let your soft animal body love what it loves. And if tears come, let the earth hold them with you. Let the tender come through the flesh. questions that, that anybody listening can actually ask is like what do I need to know that I don't know mm. what can you show me that I can make use of don't just give me the light show like, what can you show me that I can make use of so I would I would I would strongly suggest like coming from a place of love and light and truth and gratitude and saying like what can you show me what what, what do I need to know like, I, yeah. I, I'm here I'm ready to collaborate have an inner child and most of us will seek to have our inner child taken care of by the other and that will never work long term and one of the great calls is to use the archetypes of the king the warrior the magician and the lover or the queen and the huntress and the crone and the lover to take care of your inner girl or your inner boy so 
others don't have to do it for you and that if you learn how to do that you will learn how to interact with other people in a way that's healing and one of the things that came up is one of the core archetypical functions of the king or the queen is to bless and the idea is that um, if you see something in you that you admire bless it articulate it and then do that for other people If you take conscious control of the king or the queen and you bless yourself for the thousands of things, like you, to get to this point on this podcast today, you've done hundreds of things perfectly to even arrive here. Yet if you're not conscious, you didn't pay attention to any of them. And you only paid attention to like that one word that you flubbed or the water that you knocked over earlier. And it's one of the most powerful what I find is one of the most powerful ways for me to relate to other people cleanly is to bless myself and to bless them. <laughs>